the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, while the guys are trying to help somebody identify a plant uh, off the air, we'll keep talking to you and tell you that you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. And you can be a part of the show by calling 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Did you all have a question? Can we ask it on the air? It's easy. Come on up. All right. <laughs> I like to look yeah, at Yeah, look on, yeah. Here, grab the mic and these guys will be able to help you. What's going on? Okay, I live in Victoria and I have a Japanese um, blueberry. And every other one in Victoria, the leaves turn red and mine turns yellow. What am I missing? <laughs> Nothing. I and mean, they can turn yellow or red uh, periodically throughout the plant. But everybody else is, we never get red leaves. They're always yellow. Is there something missing in the soil? What? I can't think of anything. What is no. it? Japanese no. blueberry. You know how they turn? Yeah, they get some tree. yellow and some red leaves. <laughs> well, you, you got a yellow tree. tree. What a yellow one? Uh. <laughs> can't think of it. And it, there's not. And there's just. Is there more than one? There's the only one. We have one in the whole neighborhood. There are several, and theirs all turn the red leaves, and ours turns yellow leaves. And it's like, okay, what's going on? Is it, is it, is it uniform? I mean, are the yellow leaves from yes, top to bottom? Yes, the tree. It's a yellow leaf Okay, it's plant. not female, male thing or anything. No, never, never heard of such a difference, so no. You've got a rare plant. Congratulations. Ray, I want it red, though. Every, every, everyone I've seen has a combination of both. Yeah. yeah. We have no red. Huh, I don't know either. It's not in the I, I would say I would say we're propagated, but there's uh, other people that might want red too. Um, sweet alyssum, sweet alyssum, the white stream series. Do you have it, or do you know where I can find it? Since it is a superstar, when it's available, I will have it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it was available earlier in the year. Yeah, we had it like twice, and then that's uh, that's it. Yeah, you 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 go over there more than got, anybody. You've you seen uh, it to make, to make you feel uh, bad. I've got it in my landscape, just blooming up a live? storm. Where do you live? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Master Gardener, we still meadow. Yeah, out there, <laughs> medical center. Yeah, it's a good plant, but it uh, doesn't stay in the nursery long. The best answer I can give you is check every Thursday until we say yes. Every Thursday. Yeah. All right. Okay. 
Cool. It's on. We do have a wish list inside, too. You could ask yeah. the cashier to put you on that, and we could try to give you a call when we get a hold of it. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. All right. Cool. All right. See, that was easy. Uh, you can come up and ask your gardening question. Well, we've had two, two zero answers so far. Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> Those are always easier. Yeah, yeah. just generally we could say, no, yeah. we don't know. All right, well, that's sort of sad now. Yeah. All right, well, 210-308-8867, or come on up and visit us at 1604 on Bull Road. Trace is on the porch. What up, Trace? Uh, let's see. I want to talk a little bit about what we did yesterday. We we donated uh, oh, yeah. 1750 I believe, was a... Yep. Uh, one thousand five. Yeah, one thousand fifty. Seven hundred fifty. Yep. Um, to the Salvation Army, that was uh, proceeds from our Fiesta medals, mm-hmm. and it was almost five hundred dollars to the food bank. I don't remember. Do you still have that little piece of paper? It was four seventy-five. Four. I was close. Four hundred seventy-five to the food bank, also from our Fiesta event. Uh, that was a combination of the the uh, fajitas and face painting. And uh, it was all on donation basis, so I, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, we could help out two great San Antonio organizations uh, running a, a Fiesta event. Yes, and uh, Millburgers, uh, uh, if you listen to the show long enough, you know that uh, when they have events here, uh, there's generally uh, donations made to uh, nonprofit organizations, Salvation Army, Food Bank, uh, and some other ones. Junior Master Gardener. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and even the Cub Scouts are here. So, and they're, what are they selling? I can't see. Uh, so, some kind of uh, coupon card was, was my understanding. Oh, okay. You buy a $5 card and you can get money off in different places. Huh, that's interesting. Okay. So they're up here too. So uh, Milberg is a great corporate citizen, uh, but we couldn't do it without you being a part of it. So uh, thank you for coming out and you know, helping them to support these organizations. All right, so that's what happened yesterday. Two great donations. What else? Well, we had a plant of the weekend. Weekend, weekend. weekend. So we did uh, Satsuma oranges, specifically uh, Arctic Frost and Orange Frost, which are on their own root systems. Um, yeah, this is the last time you'll be able to do for that. For 18 months. So um, if you're interested, uh, I do have quite a few, but uh, they won't last forever. And no. they are actually on our citrus sale price right now. So they're regular 44 99 and I believe it's 34.88. So that's a a heck of a price for a very rare uh, tree. No, and will be will be rare for the next year or so, year and a half. Well, I I heard 18 months, so year and a half. And won't and won't be and won't be on their own root stock. I didn't hear that. I mean, oh yeah, they're going to be grafted. Okay. So you've got the I've last. Got, I've got the, the. They are more rare. So uh, we raise the price. No, we're going to keep them. We're going to keep them at thirty-four eighty-eight. Uh, they're extremely rare. So it's Arctic Frost, and what was the other one? Orange Frost. Orange Frost. Oh, so the two of them. Right. And they're called Frost because they, they can tolerate cold better. Yeah. And this group, which uh, is on their own root system, so even if we were to get cold enough to freeze. Uh, to the ground, then it would come back out true to what it's supposed to be, unlike some of the grafted varieties would come back out as trifoliata or sour orange. Maybe it'll come back. I mean, if it does come back, it'll come back true. Yeah. I'm more positive than that. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> Yeah, they don't always come back. Would this one make a good patio? Oh, sure. Oh, okay. yeah. Big time. Okay. 
call. One of the two stays shorter than the other one. I can't remember which one that is, but uh, between the two, one of them, one of the tags says it stays shorter. Okay, because they're, because they're on their own rootstock, they're because yeah, because they're on their own rootstock, they have a tendency to grow shorter than the grafted trees, which makes them good for uh, Oh, I see. That makes sense. We we've grown them out at Uvalde and. Uh, they're significantly uh, shorter when they're grown on their own rootstock. So, uh, I think it's time to start talking about the top tomato contest. What? So if you pull that back up, we can get the date. Okay. Let me go. Uh, while you're doing that, we do have an adult seminar next month. You can see it online. Yeah. And, uh, David did a good David, one. Yeah, he had a great job. turnout for this one. And Calvin will be doing an adult seminar and in March. So for those of you who haven't gone to our website, it's kind of a fun thing to... Fiddle around in, try different places, but uh, we list all the different events that we're going to do on there. Um, the, our ad can be on there, so if you don't get the newspaper, mm-hmm. you can actually pull up our ad. You can sign up for a newsletter. Yeah, so. Uh, and, and we'll email you a colored copy of the newsletter. Uh, you could also sign up for it to be mailed to you, and then you get the uh, less colored version. Yeah, it's sort of. Um yeah, tannish. Yeah, I'll that? say tan. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so that's snail mail to you, and that's uh, kind of cool. So it's not quite as colorful, but you still get all the information. So if you're not someone so, that likes to have things emailed to you, it works out. So perfectly. we started talking about toma- the tomato content. Yeah, oh, yeah, so I'm looking for it. Uh, yep. Uh, I think it's in June. Yeah. June 9th. June 9th. Wow. Jerry so it's can, almost Jerry a month. Can find it faster than you can on the, yeah. on the computer. That's pretty amazing. And right? well, I was looking at May. Charles I was gave me that. Okay. So yeah. Thank you, Charles. Um, and that's actually when the next adult seminar is. Growing Texas superstars. Yeah. Going to have have a David Rodriguez will be here. that day. So talk about the top tomato contest. Well, uh, we do it every year, and there there's judging going on, and the winners obviously uh, win something. Yes. So they will be getting gift certificates, and there's like little the cherry tomato contest. Then there's the uh, medium size. There's the big one, and then there's Based by weight. Yep. Based so the, the biggest one by biggest weight. Biggest one by weight. And then one of them will Wins win overall. Will become our top tomato overall champion. And that they also they win a. Um, a bigger gift certificate. They went a secondary. Second God gift was looking at me funny. Oh, I, just, said something I was trying to remember. Are we still doing the uh, uh, other plant? Oh, yeah, there's a basket thing in there, too. So there you go. Yeah, Sour that's kind of, kind of neat. and gives people opportunity to uh, kind of a creative, uh, artistic looking. Right. If you uh, are not big into tomatoes, you can, you can certainly do this. And, Really, be so it gives people a lot of ideas too. Are, are y'all on that day? Are y'all doing that uh, tycoon seed thing? No, that never materialized. Oh, okay, no, I, I it's, can't it's still get in my mind how that would work. We're still working on it. Okay. We won't give up just yet. All right, but um, yeah. So, and everybody that comes out and participates gets a ten dollar gift certificate to be used that day at the nursery. So it's it's a win win. It's a lot of fun. It's on June 9th, and it's at MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. And we do have a blood drive coming up, too. Mm-hmm. Can you find that it's date? 19th. 19th? All right. Uh, May? Yes, I'm sorry. All right, so those of you who haven't participated in that, it's kind of cool. We, uh, we'll, do- we'll give a gift certificate to everybody who tries to give blood. 
uh, as well as whatever the uh, blood people, they always mm-hmm. give something to. And um, it's kind of cool. You get to help somebody and save some money on uh, plants. Yeah. So you're helping your neighbors and then you're saving. And then Calvin lives. Yeah, absolutely. And Calvin, do we talk about the butterfly garden next week? 12th, yeah. Where it's, it's not a seminar, nope. but, but it's uh, I'll be available Workshop. to ask, uh, answer questions. I think some of the staff's going to help me. And uh, we've got the certified butterfly garden here, so we've got an example of what you can do in your landscape. Then we've got all the plants that you need for a spectacular butterfly garden in your in your landscape. Even if it's a shade shaded yard, we've got a lot of plants. We'll have some handouts, and we'll we'll do it from 11 to noon, and then we'll have the radio uh, show, and then we'll do it again from uh, two to three. But of course. You can always ask us questions during the radio yeah. show too. Just uh, just being Calvin will just be in a different area. Maybe we can set up a tent over there if you bring that other that's what sort of thing we can do yeah. it. I'll see it. I'll see if I can get it. Okay. I that's like what that, idea. Uh, I that think worked Charles well. mentioned that tent, yeah, like last year. All right, uh, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867 is the phone number. But I want you to remember 210-497-3760. That's the number to the nursery. So would the uh, the Frost Brothers, Arctic and, uh, what was it, Arctic and? Orange. Orange. Would they make good Mother's Day gifts? I think so. Oh, uh, yeah, big time. I, and I, I have a list, but I didn't bring it up here, so I'll... Oh, okay. We'll, we'll do that later. Yeah. All right. So if you wanted those, you can call 497-3760, 497-3760, and they'll put them aside for you. And then if you can't come today, you can come tomorrow and get them. Now, I don't know that they'll be on sale past Tuesday, but um, or past Monday, uh, so you better call in uh, to get that savings on them. So, yeah, you, you can't hardly beat the, those... Uh, Satsumas because of the, the fruit, the attractiveness, uh, are relatively cold hardy. Uh, also, they're they're a butterfly plant. The, sure. the giant swallowtails will. That's the those and uh, I was going to say the tiger swallowtails, but when, the giant swallowtails. When people are starting to try fruit bearing things, uh, that's always I give them four four things that require the less effort. So satsuma oranges. Um, figs, blackberries, and pomegranates. All, to me, all require a little less effort to get some some production. Okay. So, um, actually, I guess could they get the sale price if they paid for it today over the phone? If they get the ticket written for with their name on it, they get the sale price. Okay. So just call four nine seven three seven six zero, and then Tracy's got a list of other Mother's Day plants that you can call into. So we'll get to that in a little while. All right, let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call. Or do we cover everything? Yeah, I think so. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. And right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on all your favorites. We'll start off with citrus. If you've always wanted to grow citrus in your yard or in your patio, now is the time to get over to Millburgers. You'll find Texas Superstar Satsuma varieties, or maybe you'll find lemons or limes all on sale in the three-gallon container for $34.88. Millburgers has Vinca, a Texas Superstar, and the Cora series, which is disease-resistant in the forest 
Prince Piper at just 88 cents each. Zinnias, butterfly attracting plants, are on sale in the four inch pot for 98 cents each. Pentas, they attract butterflies too, and they're a Texas superstar in the four inch pot. You'll find Pentas for just 98 cents each. Millburgers has Blue Plum Bago on sale for just 4.88 in the one gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll also save on Tropical High Biscuits, Millburgers Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. We'll see you there. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. Most people know what the word vulgar means, and most civilized people try to avoid being vulgar in public and even in private. Not these days. Vulgarity has gone mainstream. At last Saturday's White House Correspondents' Dinner, vulgarity ruled in the person of so-called comedian Michelle Wolf. I can't repeat what she said, but it was vulgar, crude, and cruel. She made ugly references to Press Secretary Sarah Sanders and Kellyanne Conway. She called both of them liars. She also used language that even most men don't use. President Trump was smart not to attend this journalistic celebration of themselves. This will reinforce his view of the media as fake and biased. It will also lower whatever level of credibility these people have left with people who don't live on the coasts. That would be flyover country. In 1995, after a crude performance by Don Imus in front of the Clintons, the head of the Radio TV Correspondents Association sent a letter of apology. Don't look for that to happen this time. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do. And Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Hey, if you're looking for soils, compost, mulches, uh, hardscape, uh, the products that you need to uh, not only plant in but make your yard look pretty, uh, Quality Organic Products is the place to go over there on Lookout Road, just about a quarter mile outside Loop 1604. You'll find Quality Organic Products. And Todd has built a great company that helped landscapers and still does. Uh, so this is a company where the livelihood of their uh, uh, these men and women uh, depends on the quality of the products that Todd sells. Now, there's two advantages to that. One, you know that they've got high-quality products because they're being used by the landscapers. And two, that wholesale price, uh, or the fact that he's a wholesaler means you can get yours at a little better price. So uh, uh, check out Quality Organic Products. They're closed today. You can find them online. That's the best way to do it is run around and see all the good stuff they have at qualityorganicproducts.com, qualityorganicproducts.com, or call them at 210-651-0200, 651-0200 for quality organic products what is it that we keep seeing in the air are you seeing them now the seed is that no, what that is nothing. i don't see anything yeah you're nothing. making you're, you're gaslighting me no yeah. they're all over they're fairies like they're yeah do you know what they are they're right there some kind of seed yeah seed pods. little white seeds. fluffy seeds floating all through millburgers 
They seem to be coming from the north. They're going to be relatively high, I think. So one of the... The count, you mean? What do you mean they're high? High elevation. Start high. Oh, because they're so... Okay. But they are are floating and without losing any altitude. Yeah. Yeah. But generally, they don't move up. Yeah, so if you... That makes me a liar. Look at that one. Yeah, it is going up. Yeah. Uh, if you know it's floating in the air, call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Are we looking for tomato reports? You mentioned that yesterday. Yeah. You want to encourage people? Maybe Billy will call in with a tomato report and tell yeah, us. Yeah, and we had uh, uh, Bart tell us that he's harvesting uh, his cherry tomatoes. Uh, I think he had Ruby Crush. Oh, okay. he, he grows them in containers, uh-huh. so he gets a kind of a jump on that hot, and uh, they were going strong. I haven't gotten harvested any tomatoes yet, but I got some nice tycoons and, uh, of course, lots of cherries that are maybe a week away. But the, you said the tycoon plant's looking sickly? Yeah, the tycoon plants, in terms of the looking at the, uh, oh, what, what are your, the other nematode-resistant uh, plants you uh, mentioned? The valley cat. The valley cat and, and then celebrity. They they look like they have better color than the tycoons. Yeah. Even those uh, the Merceds, you know, that I was experimenting with, they and uh, that may be that the tycoons are loaded with fruit. Uh, but I don't know. It seems like tycoons are generally you grew a lot a nice greener, color, a nice well, co- color. Yeah. It had the original tycoons. Now that they're they're later, they've lost their vigor. That's why we're not going to have them next year. Yeah, I know it's cruel, but it's tough tough love. They didn't make the cut. uh, They didn't make the cut this year. No, I don't get it. Poor tycoons. So are you two having a... uh, (laughs) Milton hasn't decided whether we're going to do... That we aren't going to do the tycoon seed collection yet. Milton, it's not me. Uh, well, yeah, well, Jerry said he were not, and then you said. Oh no, Jerry we said it had a decision yet. Well, Jerry said it hadn't come. He can't quite get his mind wrapped around it. But you know Jerry's mind. Yeah. It could get wrapped around it any time, and then boom, we're doing it. So, <laughs> no, let's. Uh, I've got a while to think about it. All right, so we'll try to. Uh, how would you know what tomatoes they brought? I guess you'd have to trust them. Oh yeah. Can you tell? Uh, uh, people, most people that would participate yeah. in something like that. Yeah, I would imagine so too. Yeah, because um, hardly, hardly anybody would go go home and cackle and say they. No, I just r- ruined no, the whole. No, no, it wasn't yeah. that they were being devious. It was like, yeah, I think these are tycoons. I'm going to bring them in, and you know, it's like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I guess that could happen with anything. But, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, now, do you do you do you think? How do you how do oh. you uh, envision this contest? No, 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 it's not a contest. It's, I mean, envision this. So uh, I guess people would bring in their their tycoon tomatoes, okay. and then we would go through the process of what it took to showing what they do. What yeah, they do to, with to save them. them. Yeah, and then. But then do, I, we, I would take all the tomatoes and and take them home and squeeze them and and no, can't, see that. can they squeeze them here? No. No. That's a mess. I can't wrap and my head around we, this. We got, well, be, and we got to ferment them, you know. Yeah, that's so what I remember two to three too. Days. Yeah, so maybe it's maybe it's a class. It's an adult class on. Yeah, be yeah. I mean, combining. I mean, Jerry mentioned fermenting. We could probably get 
David. There you go. Anything that deals with alcohol, he would be <laughs> yeah. inclined. Tomato wine. New, new class by the extension service. Chickens and wine. Um, Maybe we can just have a handout on uh, um, for those couple weeks on collecting seed or and uh, for, for I've the got that on plantanswers.com. But wasn't the idea that they is the idea that they would bring the seeds to you at some point and then we would try to get them sprouted? Or see, I'm telling you, this is a hard concept. Well, well what do we? We just need to figure well, out what we want to do. Have a, if you did that, you'd have to have a, a like a master gardener GVST team yeah. that would be interested in doing something like that. Because right. you couldn't get the whole task done here, no. but it could, it could be the ta- part of the task that you did here could be fun, as long as it was followed up by. Yeah, Exper- experienced, uh, knowledgeable team. And then we get the seed, okay? Right. We get the seed. What do we do with the seed? Do we have to try to have tycoon next next season? We tycoon surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it may or may not be tycoon. Well, any if uh, anybody out there in the audience, or especially master gardeners or garden volunteers, get excited by that kind of concept. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let us know. Yeah, but it would it would involve uh, work and it would involve some organizing. And <laughs> oh dear! Well, never mind then. If it's going to involve work, I didn't want to. <laughs> no. Um, so we'll see. It just seemed a shame. To I let... mean, we're trying to get the seed so the home gardener can uh, plant them. Or, oh yeah, or yeah. We're trying to get transplants for still available next spring. Oh well. Yeah, it's just. Uh At least one step is that we want to prepare people to if they want to collect their own seed. Okay. And we, you know, we got plant answers, and we did the article. Yeah. So that's 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 available. And then what we're debating now is whether is there is there is it worthwhile for a second step, or is it necessary for a second step? That that's the tough decision. Yeah. All right, we'll keep thinking about it. Uh, a listener who didn't want to go on the air said what's floating in the air is cottonwood. Yeah. Does that sounds, sound right? Sounds reasonable. Okay. I, I wonder where the tree is. Is cottonwood blo- blooming already? Huh? I don't know where the tree is. Oh, how far would the tree be for oh, all that? It could be far. Yeah. Uh, and they're tall. So it could be a lot of them. But uh, this, they seem smaller, no. smaller than. Don't <laughs> they can be a, one. They have a lot of. Oh, uh, do they? Okay. It uh, seems a little smaller than I remember cottonwood, but I don't know for sure. Well, that's, oh. that's a that's a good guess. If you'd like to weigh in on this too, call us at two one zero. Look at all that seed. I know three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Cliff is on the line. Got a tomato report for us. Hey, Cliff, what's going on? I got a tomato report for you. Yes, sir. Okay. The tycoon uh, not doing any good, is it? I tell you, the, I, my tycoons I had a disaster because. I oh, see. I told you. I went out. Yeah, but let me tell you what it is. I, I, <laughs> I had them. I had them growing in a cage, and, and they and it got so many tomatoes on it that it fell down straight oh. down. 
<laughs> See, I told you that was a problem. <laughs> it probably had a bunch of tomatoes on it here. Oh, That sounds no. like it's dangerous, though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, people shouldn't be growing those without supervision. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm picking sweet 100s. Hmm. Right now? He's picking sweet 100s. Oh, sweet. cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that cherry, small yeah. cherry tomato. Yeah, yeah, and it's loaded. So the uh, the uh, rodeo tomatoes are doing good. They're they're got a lot of fruit on them, uh, and uh, I have one I think that just started to turn color. Okay. Are you seeing any, Cliff? Are you seeing any color difference, or foliage difference, when you compare tycoon to uh, well, the rodeo tomato or? Uh, any of the other varieties that you no. have? No. Okay. That's that's the only one. No, they all looking good. I haven't had any any pests around. Uh, you know, not even stink bugs or anything yet. So good. good. No, no spider good. mites yet. No, I like spray with uh, seaweed. Oh, good. Good. All right. I, I worry. I worry about that tycoon. It could fall over on small children. <laughs> Well, that's true. <laughs> it, it could. I had a, I had a couple of little neighbor girls uh, looking at my garden yesterday, and I had to warn them. Yeah. Uh, keep, keep, keep away. <laughs> I think it fall over and hurt you. It's falling tomatoes here. Uh huh. Okay. okay. Did you did you have to take? Sounds good. Did you have Thanks, to take Cliff. the fruit off or throw, well, throw, I, it, the, it, it, it just fell off. Well, it was it just fell down to the bottom of the cage, and when I lifted oh, it up, okay. of course, I I broke uh, I broke this one of the stems off. Yeah, and then I tied the rest of them up. So I don't know. What, oh, okay. I don't, oh, I don't, know, I don't know whether they'll I don't know whether they'll ripen or whether they'll be uh, make make some green green onion pickle lilies or something. Yeah, that probably would be all right. How yeah. was your How was your trip up north? Pretty good. Yep. Good. Everything's Glad fine. you made it back. Okay. We missed you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. So, well, let's okay. ask Cliff. So, Cliff, would you would you be interested in something? Cliff sounds like he might already know how to save seeds. Yeah, I think he does. Are you going to save seeds those dangerous tycoons for next year because they're not going to be on the well, market? I don't know. You'd have to put a warning on them or something. <laughs> Little <laughs> stickers that grow on them. All right, am, thanks, Cliff. I'm going to wait. Till, let's wait till let's wait till they get ripe. Then we'll decide. Okay. There you go. There you go. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Cliff. You take care. All right. All right. Okay. 210-308-8867. That tycoon is trouble waiting to happen. Oh no! I think for liability reasons, it sounds like we probably <laughs> should take it off the market. <laughs> I have a question for Calvin. Uh, he uh, the the word is he's already picked his uh, Florida Kings. I mean, uh, yeah, Florida mm, Kings. They're watermelon sized. Yeah, uh, we we haven't seen any. No, we just have to take his word for I, I it. I guess we have to take his word for it because he won't show them to anybody. So I want to. Do you have any late peaches? I've got uh, red gold, real grande, and. Uh, one of the other. Felicia. No, I really I don't have any that late. Oh, okay. June. Uh, oh, there's one other one of those uh, the varieties. Uh, 
that's relatively low chill that is a May producer, but I don't have anything that produces after June 1. So if you had a late producer that had fruit this year, uh, and uh, they, would, they would be what size? Uh, some marble size? By yeah, because like June Gold is, is just l- large marble size is yeah. all so far. So is it too late to thin them if you have a late maturing varieties and they're marble size? Would it do uh, you, well, it do you any uh, good other than prevent it's breakage? Al- it's always re- – it depends on the reason you you thin them. A lot, a lot of times you thin because you're, you don't want your branches to break. Right. So that's not too late to do that, that thinning. But in terms of uh, Large like fruit. the early early peaches, you thin them so you can get maximum size. Yeah. Yeah. If you wait until they're that nickel size, that's you're not going to get really not maximizing not, not size yeah. on the early peaches. Yeah. Or on the the late ones too. I just yeah. Because I never never uh, did much with late peaches. They're always. Yeah. The other thing is that you got. Pressures from birds That's and true. wildlife, so I always hesitate to do any thinning of those later varieties. And you got to maintain your spray program for sure. Yeah. Because the stink bugs and leaf-footed bugs are really bad this year. Harlequin bugs, and they uh, all the stink bugs love the peaches. But we may have some late varieties uh, produced this year. Yeah. Of the, I, I, I haven't so. heard how much coal we have. Yeah. But it seems, uh, seems like we should. It seems like we had a lot of cold. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. In the meantime, while we're waiting for you to call, we're going to visit with Gail Gallegos of the Executive Director of Green Spaces Alliance. You heard us talking about the upcoming Secret Garden Tour. It's going to be on May 19th in the King William area, and she's going to give us all the details. Hi there, Gail. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. How are you? We're doing it's a pretty day. Are you out and about today? I took a walk already this morning. Yeah, I I already took a walk. I back up to the Salado Creek Greenway, so I was out enjoying this weather this morning. It was wonderful. Just hoping for exactly this same kind of weather in two weeks when we have our secret garden tour and luncheon. I was going to say that, but I was afraid I would jinx it, but it won't happen now. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful, I bet. No, it won't. So tell us about the uh, the tour, and then we'll talk a little bit about Green Spaces Alliance. Sure. So on May 19th, we're going to have our second annual Secret Garden Tour and Luncheon. What we like to do is find a neighborhood that has some good examples of native and conservation-minded, Texas-friendly landscaping. So it's, it's different than just, you know, your yard of grass. You've got a lot of native plants, a lot of of water saving plants and it's it's much more beautiful it saves water and most of the time it's pretty perennial so you don't have to keep doing all that maintenance to it so we found last year we were in monte vista and we had six houses on the tour this year we're in the beautiful king william historic district and we have 15 locations on the tour so there was a lot of great examples that we were able to put into our tour and the secret part of the secret garden is that you're going to get to go into a number of the backyards of these lovely landscapes 
Yeah, these uh, that's exciting to me because these are the landscapes where you can really see the plants that work well in the shade. And then Jerry and I are talking about ground covers in the shade all the time. They've got ex- wonderful examples of uh, layered, uh, different sized ground covers that work in the shade. Then they m- make use of the paths, uh, exposed, uh, mm-hmm. decomposed granite and flagstone. So it'll be a pretty interesting uh, and a, a opportunity to learn a lot uh, on this tour. And uh, there. They're, you know, of course, with the backdrop of beautiful historic homes. But I have one of the landowners who gave a really good example of what he tries to create. He says, you know, I don't really do foundation plants. I do garden rooms. So he uses the heights and and plants to create enclosures uh, where when you're in this part of the yard, you really don't see another part of the yard. So he calls them garden rooms. And I I like the way he describes it because when you see that yard, you'll understand that he does. He has little alcoves here and there. And he uses his plants to kind of create these these little secret parts of his yard. Now, last year you had uh, master naturalists and Mm -hmm. homeowners. Uh, Are you going to be able to have that with all 15 of these landscapes this year? We are, and so that's what's really wonderful about most master naturalists, master gardeners, the Native Plant Society, and gardening volunteers of South Texas is that they also enjoy, you know, showcasing and helping out with these homes. Um, and so we're going to have all of those organizations helping be docents and plant experts in each yard, and then we're going to have breeders from Green Spaces Alliance, board, staff, committee members, etc., who are going to be like the people, when you've registered for the tour, you'll come, they'll greet you, they'll give you a map and a goodie bag, and, and um, so we're going to have that. And then another way that it's is helping is that San Antonio River Authority is has two locations that they, they're in charge of the landscaping. So some of their employees are also the docents that are out there explaining, you know, what plants are here, what grows great here, what they do to keep things going, how they kind of keep it. You know, maybe the lantana is peaking later on in the season and then the mealy blue stage is peaking now so that you have color kind of going throughout the season. Cool. So how how do they register for this? They can go to our website, and that is www.greensatx.org, and look for Get Involved events. And when you go into our event, you, it's our featured event is going to be our secret garden tour. And they can register right there. And for the tour itself, it's $25 per person. And like I said, you get to go to 15 different locations. Um, or it's $20 if you're a member of Green Spaces. And then we're going to have a luncheon afterwards um, at 11.30 at the Monty and Ivy Hall, which is another secret urban garden all to itself. That's going to be um, at 11.30 to 1. And if you want to go to the luncheon and the tour, it's $100 per person or $80 if you're a Green Spaces member. And the, at the Secret Garden Luncheon, we are going to have a musician, food from Tim the Girl catering, um, and a silent auction. And at this point, we have probably about $3,000 worth of silent auction items. So it's, it's going to be a great, great event. 
Yeah, we'll be there uh, broadcasting the show. and. Uh, That's right. Uh, You're going to be there. Yes. I'm so excited. You forgot, that. Gail, huh? No, I she didn't, was just I didn't forget. I saving the best for last. <laughs> That's right. The, Gail, all right, so if they go to greensatx.org, they can find out more about uh, prices, registration. Um, the tour, you, you could wait to the last minute on, but if you wanted to do the luncheon, I don't think we're suggesting you wait to the last minute, are we? That's right. So there's a, there's a seating capacity for the yeah. Monty and Ivy Hall. And so if you want to go to that, you really need to go ahead and get registered for it to make sure that you get your seat to that. And it includes the tour. So you don't have to, you know, once you sign up for the luncheon, you've got the tour as well. There you go. And it's the, one of the cool things is you, you don't have to worry about driving to each of these properties, do you? You can park. Yep. And then you can walk to each one. Is that right, Gail? That's right. That is that is correct. Um, and street parking is suggested. And another thing that we're putting on this map is all the different bike shares, the B-cycle spots, because that's another great way. This neighborhood is so unique and historic and beautiful that you don't really want to drive from spot to spot. They're, they're in close proximity. Walk or rent a B-cycle, and you get to see a lot more details of the neighborhood. Very cool. So greensatx.org, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's May 19th. And, uh, Gail, briefly talk a little bit about the funds go to benefit Green Spaces Alliance. Uh, what do you guys do? The Green Spaces Alliance is celebrating our 20th year in San Antonio. We're a San Antonio-based land trust. We do land conservation, uh, trying to focus on San Antonio and keep some of the urban green spaces and the, the conservation land around San Antonio in its, in its natural state. We work with the city of San Antonio on the Edwards Aquifer Protection Program to help protect the land over the recharge zone of the aquifer so that all San Antonians have good quality and quantity of water. Additionally, we have community gardens all over San Antonio. More than 40 community gardens are in our garden network. And we also have a youth photography program called Picture Your World, where we take children ages 8 through 18 into different natural areas all over Bear County with a professional photographer, but also with a master naturalist or an education coordinator. So they're learning the photography skills, but they're also learning what they're taking photographs of. They're learning about their natural environment, which is really the goal, is to get kids out in nature. Yeah, Green so Spaces with Alliance is one of the programs that we do... Go, with all the great programs, you know, this is our fundraiser. This is what helps keep us able to complete our mission of doing these great things. I want to just remind everybody, but Green Spaces Alliance is a key part of that uh, that uh, 133,000 acres of protected lands that we, all of us voters or citizens, voted to use some of our sales tax for so that we keep, preserve right. the preserve the land use the way it is uh, to maximize the w- water quality in the aquifer and the collection uh, so so it's a it's a you know it's not something you see every day but it's really an important function and we need we need to keep well, that going strong you don't see the land that we've protected through conservation easements, but every day when you open up your tap and you've got water and you you listen to what the level of the aquifer is, know that it's because we've protected those lands 
from development, and, and that way the water can still enter the aquifer in good amounts and in good quality. And again, uh, the same site that we've been giving out is a place to get more information on what Green Spaces Alliance does or how to participate or support them. Gail, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing you all May 19th. It's going to be a wonderful yeah. day. So it's greensatx.org, greensatx.org, to learn more about this event, Green Space Alliance, and much, much more. Our thanks to Gail Gallegos, Executive Director of Green Spaces, for coming on. We'll take a break and come back in just a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. And right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on all your favorites. We'll start off with citrus. If you've always wanted to grow citrus in your yard or in your patio, now is the time to get over to Millburgers. You'll find Texas Superstar Satsuma varieties, or maybe you'll find lemons or limes all on sale in the three-gallon container for $34.88. Millburgers has Vinca, a Texas Superstar, and the Cora series, which is disease-resistant in the four orange pot for just 88 cents each. Zinnias, butterfly attracting plants are on sale in the four inch pot for 98 cents each. Pentas, they attract butterflies too and they're a Texas superstar in the four inch pot. You'll find pentas for just 98 cents each. Millburgers has blue plumbago on sale for just 4.88 in the one gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll also save on tropical hibiscus, Millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery 1604 on Boulevard Road. We'll see you there. Dr. Deal, this patient came in with a stunned look on his face, and he keeps repeating, gotta get discounts, gotta get discounts. What do you make of it? I've only seen this one time before. He suffers from GDS. What's GDS? Great discount syndrome. What can we do for him? There is only one thing. Bring that laptop over here. Log on to the Marketplace page at 9.30amtheanswer.com. Wow, they've got some pretty great deals on here. Discount tuition for schools, outdoor equipment, landscaping. I can save thousands of dollars. I'm out of here. Oh, Doc, what happened to me? You have a bout of great discount syndrome. Uh, The Marketplace page? Where's the nearest laptop? The nurse took it to the front desk. Hey, wait up! I want to see the discounts, too! Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 9.30amtheanswer.com. Dr. Deal, please report to room two. Bring the laptop. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. I hold a baby all day, and then nighttime rolls around, and I'm supposed to just switch gears. Like, hello, I'm all sexy now. In the movie Tully, Marlo is the mom of two young kids and a newborn. Marlo is also exhausted. That is, until her brother gifts her the services of a night nanny. I don't usually like to talk about content-laden pics on the radio, but in case you've heard some of the positive things that have been said about this mom-focused mainstream movie, I thought I'd make an exception, because this film does have some positive things to say about marriage and motherhood, but it's also rife with coarse language, flesh-bearing visuals, and sexual content. So I'll give Tully one-and-a-half ERP-covered shirts out of five for family friendliness. For more on the film, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. And 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I love talking about Spider-Man pest control because I know that folks who use Spider-Man get great results. And last uh, yesterday we talked about some of the bugs that you might have in your house or those pests like uh, oh, roaches or spiders or fleas that he can help you get rid of. But if you got mosquito issues, uh, Spider-Man has a new a device that he's using. Um, it's about the size of half a fire hydrant. Millburgers is using it up on the porch here, so we're kind of testing it. Uh, but Disney World and Disneyland have been testing it for a long time. And basically what it does is uh, it kind of almost like a bait, if you will. The mosquitoes go into it because of the water, and then they get this little dust on them, and then they spread that dust when they fly out. It kills them, uh, and then when other mosquitoes get to the dust, uh, Spider-Man can explain this much better than I can, by the way. Uh, they get <laughs> it on them, a, and it kills them. You're doing them. a wonderful job. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, no, and so he's really been very happy with the results that he's gotten, uh, with the homeowners who have decided to get this service, have been very happy with it, too. He said it doesn't cost much more or any more than uh, the service that you would get with a spray, and he's he's liking it a lot. So uh, maybe you'd like to learn about getting rid of those mosquitoes in your yard. It's going to be Spider-Man Pest Control for you, then, 210. 210- Six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six three seven two one. That's one of the issues with uh, encouraging butterflies. Is how do you? you a lot of a lot of landscapes oh. that have a lot of butterflies also have. Lots of places for mosquitoes to hide, and so you're. Oh, so that's a good idea. So you, good, you, you know, you generally thought. you have to use a general spray usually with mosquitoes. If this thing works the way that uh, uh, Spider-Man thinks it does, uh, yeah. That that really reduces the pressure on your butterfly population. Do you do you put the bait station in the shrubs or? Yeah, you kind of hide it. You kind of hide. It. Yeah. Since you said. I think you can put it anywhere, but he when he described it to me, he said, "Okay, so you get the, the the, like a you describe like a shrub, and you put it in there." Okay. So yeah, so you kind of put a couple stations around the yard. Okay. So. Uh, dust them down. Huh? Yeah, it sounds like it. Wonder how how often you have to refill it and stuff like that. I don't remember. Um, you might have to get him on and yeah, yeah. We're, we'll get him on. See if we can't get we him can, on next week. We can put him through the test. Yeah, we'll ask him the tough questions. Of we, we've done this before, and he does a very good job. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's GoSpiderManPest dot com. GoSpiderManPest dot com uh, to learn more online or two one zero six five six. 3721. James is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, it's hot and dusty out here. Yeah. How you all doing? Good. Didn't get any rain out there. Huh? And remind us where out, uh, out here is? Oh, out here in Guadalupe County. We got a little bit over an inch, but... No. Is that all? Oh, well, quit confessing about the yeah. dust. That's it table scraps. That. <laughs> hey, I got a cabbage question for the, um, the doctor, uh, Jerry Parson. Uh, all, right. all right. We'll get him. Hold on. Okay. All right. Here he is. Yeah. Right, um, <laughs> I wanted to ask the doctor. Um, you know, I've grown Lake Flat Dutch here in the winter gardens around in Texas, and, boy, they get... You know, 15 pound easy. 
But right. there's there's one out there called the Megaton, and uh, we're going to have a little uh, giant cabbage contest. And I'm going to supply everybody with late flat Dutch so they can grow some biggins. But does that Megaton really make 20-pound cabbage, or do you know? I don't know. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I wonder if it wouldn't split before it got that big. Well, all them biggins, them storage ones, uh, they seem to hold really well, like the Stonehead, the Late Flat Dutch. Right. Um, and that's why I like growing them, is because you haven't got to rush to harvest. You can just kind of, you know, whenever your dad gum getting ready, go out there and cut a few of them. But the yeah. plan was to yeah. grow some Stonehead uh, with the Late Flat Dutch. The Stoneheads will come out about, you know, five or six, if you're lucky. Eat those first, and then wait on them big uh, late flat Dutch to come in. But uh, I heard that that megaton was was a twenty pounder if you grow them right. And I was just wondering if y'all heard about it. I doubt if it's going if it's going to get that big down here. It will on the uh, will. Kodiak Islands, yeah, it in will Alaska, in Alaska, and up north, and where it's a little bit cooler. Uh, uh, you you know what I tell them Alaskans? I tell them. If I had 24-hour day sunshine, I could grow them big vegetables, too. Uh, well, <laughs> well, that's true. So, but, anyway, uh, that was my question. It, then I had a question for Dr. Calvin Finch. Okay. All right. Um, Here he is. Who I had. Okay. I'm, I'm cutting up them old big oranges and eating most of them, but there's a lot left on the peels. And then I put them out on a plate out there by the compost pile. And them bees just covered up for a while, and then them butterflies covered up for a while. What? They just getting the juice out of there, right? Or what? Right. The orange. Yeah, and they. In fact, they they like the fresh juice, but they also like the fermented. So you know, as the as the plant rots and ferments, there, uh, the butterflies it gets to be. Sometimes it'll change. Some of the varieties will change, but it's uh, useful to them for a long, long period until it uh, uh, de- almost starts to decompose. Yeah, they're covering up those uh, those orange peels with a little bit of uh, flesh left on them. Uh, I mean, they're just thick with them butterflies. They're kind of like a I don't know a chocolate color, like a like kind of like a, you put cream in a coffee color. Yeah, I even I when I clean out my hummingbird feeders, you know, when I once a week I d- dump the reservoir the reservoir out, and it's probably it's got usually got fire ants in it and everything else, and I just put it in a uh, shallow tray, and the butterflies they use it all up between evaporation and the butterflies. It's wow, it's gone. I never thought know, about three that. Three or four days, but uh, they like it, and of course the bees even. The bees oh, like it. Yeah, yeah, the bees will definitely get it. The butterflies don't come around until the bees kind of give it up a little bit because I think they're scared of the, the bees. Well, it's it's almost like it's a a, 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 a sharing thing because the, the bees seem to get the first, and then butterflies and the hummingbirds do the same thing. They're, they kind of wait in between. Uh, the, well, the bees aren't yeah, as active in the evening. And so yeah, the that's the way it works. The, the, bees, the bees get on there first and work on it, and then I guess they make room for the butterflies, and then the butterflies cover it up. Yeah, cool. 
All right, thanks, James. Tell us oh, how that. Me- are you, are you going to grow the megaton yourself? Well, uh, yeah. See, the deal is we're going to give late flat Dutch to everybody, and they're going to grow some, you know, ten, fifteen pound cabbages. But uh, I was hoping to just win the whole contest with some of the megatons, man. The the worst thing is trying to get it to fit it in the refrigerator, James. There you go. Oh, it's just it's just for bragging and sauerkraut. <laughs> you know how that in the works. old day, of course, in the old days up north or even even in Europe, they they had cellars, vegetable cellars, and that they put them in there. But uh, and they store those cabbage will store all the time. Yeah, Milton looked it up on the internet, and it's got a. A little baby laying in the middle of one of those big old cabbage heads. They're bongos, yeah. And that Lake Flat Dutch, man, I used to grow them when I was uh, just a beginner gardener. And, uh, man, they're, they're sweet as sugar out of the bowl, man, when you you know, when you let them grow into the winter. They're really oh, yeah. good. Depth. Okay, well, that's all I got for you guys. All right. Sounds good, James. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the uh, show. And, Jim, give us a call back. Uh, we lost you there, so give us a call back, and we'll see if we can't answer your uh... – oh, I'm confused. All right, anyway. Oh, Sorry, Jim. Yeah, give us a call back. I messed up, Jim. That's my fault. So call us up uh, when we get caught up with the news and stuff, and we'll get you on, because he's got a question about the Arctic frost. Yeah. That we'll try to well, answer. And while we're sitting here, we're uh, seeing uh, black black swallowtails and queen butterflies out there. And, I, you know, I think yesterday I said the monarch butterflies are no longer in the San Antonio area. Of course... The minute I got home, there were two <laughs> the of them flying around. <laughs> yeah. uh, so and go- uh, I haven't seen any golf fritillaries here yet at the nursery today, but there usually are some of those. They're the queens over there. Queens are the ones that You're are related done. to the butter uh, to the monarchs. They're going to fly right in front of us. Yeah, they like the they like the milkweeds too. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, and uh, don't forget the information on Green Spaces Alliance was at greensatx.org. Uh, you can find out about the events that we talked about by going to millburgernursery.com. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Uh, Jim, I'm going to encourage you to call one more time because you had some good questions on the uh, Arctic frost. And so uh, that's our plant of the weekend. And we've got the Arctic, the Frost Brothers, as I'm calling them, uh, which is the orange frost and the Arctic frost. Which one do you have, Calvin? I've got both. Yeah, both. And you, you and they're uh, they're on sale um, for thirty four eighty eight here at the nursery, and that's our plant of the weekend. Um, by the way, we did have someone take advantage of that call, uh, so if you wanted to call the nursery and have them put aside some for you, uh, one, two, 
20. Uh, they will. 210-308-88. No, that's our number. 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. Just tell them to put the plant of the weekend aside for you. Tell them which one you want, and they will. And then you can come pick it up tomorrow. There's lots of... Uh uh, beautiful blooming plants, perennial yeah. annuals. The ones I'm seeing, huge number of zinnias, the uh, dreamland zinnias are going out. Good butterfly plant. The pentas, Jerry, can you believe all the pentas that were there yesterday? Oh, my goodness. That's hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. And the plumbagos, uh, really full of bloom. They look good. Uh, so they're they're going out. And then there's the... Uh, uh, oh, the begonias. A lot of the begonias going out there, including the uh, uh, whopper, the big one, the one with the big leaves and the big flowers. Yeah. Hey, so hang on one sec. Jim is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Jim, welcome back. Sorry about that. Welcome back to the show. What can we do for you? Oh, no problem at all. I, I think I lost draw of my cell phone here. I blame hey, myself, uh, Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, I got an Arctic frost that I bought at the rodeo tent, not this year, but last year. And if my memory serves, it was like in a one-gallon pot, and I stepped right, it up all right, last year. Right, right. In a, in a three-gallon pot, and it and I overwintered it uh, on my porch. Right now, it needs to be stepped up. Right now, I just counted. It's got roughly about 20 fruit on it, maybe not quite marble size, almost marble size. Um I want to step it up to a bigger pot, or I need to. Um, am I going to hurt the fruit by doing that now? What size pot should I go to next? Now, what, what size pot is it in now? Well, it's only a three. Uh, it's a I three think it's about pot? a three, three, three-gallon pot. Yeah, not five. Uh, I, 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 you'd be better off to go to a uh, uh, half whiskey, yeah, half whiskey barrel type, or, or some that size. And okay, I. And I've done, I've potted them up and cha- pot, changed them out, you know, because my whiskey barrel, after 15 years, is falling apart. Yeah. And uh, they right. don't miss a step if you're, if you're careful. Yeah. And if you got enough, you know, if you got enough, they're heavy, but uh, you can just transplant them. Going from a three to a half whiskey barrel or a, or 15 gallon at least. Uh, would be easy because you got all that space and it's not that heavy. Okay, I tell you what, I don't have a half half whiskey barrel, but I need to do this today. But I have a whole bunch that I've collected over the years of nursery pots, the black pots. And I got yeah. some big ones, so if I if I can go to like uh, I'm looking at a couple here, maybe fifteen to twenty, that that be ideal for now. Oh yeah, that that'll work. You know, it works to okay. plant it in the gr- in the ground too. Yeah, no, I don't. I really don't have a, a spot to put it. That would be ideal. I understand, but I'm going to have to keep this one in a container. Okay. They're good, they're okay. I had another. I want you. I want you. I want you to. When you when you're out uh, getting potting mix and stuff like that, I want right. you to try try something for me. Uh, okay. I want you to. In, in that big container, I want you to get one bag of uh, miracle Grow moisture control potting soil. And right. then I want you to get uh, one bag. That's, that's uh, let's see, what is that, 41 cubic bag. Cubic foot bag. And it's on sale now. And uh, then I want you to get the uh, the organic fertilizer, new organic fertilizer that we have. 
here. Right. And uh, I want you to put the whole bag, the whole bag, mix it in with that uh, miracle Grow uh, moisture control potting soil, and then uh, and see how that grows for you. Okay, um, I would love to do that, but I live in Atascosa County, and y'all are a ways away from me. I don't get over to y'all that often. But oh, I can tell oh, you what oh I do, okay. What I do have on hand right now, because I want to try to do this today, I have some new earth organic potting soil, and I have, I know, about a half a bag of growing green in the shed. Would that be that'll about work. the same? Yeah, yeah, that'll so, work. So, so mix yeah, those. Jer- 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 Jerry's theory is that you can use, you can use almost pure if the organic fertilizer is high quality, like Milberger's, you can use it almost pure and and have a, things grow in it. So, yeah, that'd be a cool experiment. Anything? Yeah, without burning anything. But, okay, but, well, if, be, I got, be, if I have the growing green on hand already, so should I use more of that than the than the yeah. soil? About 50-50. 50-50. Okay, I'll do that, and I'll uh, give and, you a report. Uh, it's and, got about and, 20 fruit on it now. Should I thin it out with the size it is or just let it go like it is? 20. How, how big's the plant? Three, three uh, I'm, sta- I'm standing next to it. It's about one, two. It's probably a good four foot tall. Uh, I mean, that's counting the pot, you know, to the ground. In the pot, I'd about take four, half, maybe I'd take half about the fruit four and off. a half foot tall. I yeah. would take half the fruit off. Take about half. Leave about 10 or 12 then. Right. Okay. This well, year. Then, and then and Thanks. Ju- and remember to use copious amounts of Osmocote. Even even okay. with all that fertilizer, oh, that organic yeah, fertilizer. Yeah. All right, okay, that ought to be. I don't have a, that to mix in now. And later, if I pick up some obstacles next time you, I'm you in could, town, can I you, just put you, that you, over the top? Right, you can do that later. Okay. All right, we'll do. Thank you. Good night. All right. Thanks, Talk to you Jim. Later, Jim. You take care. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What you got going on over there? I got a lot going on over here. You and y'all were talking about the flowers up there. Today is the last day that you can get uh, uh, 30% off of the dahlia flowered uh, zinnia uh, mix from Wild Seed Farm. Yeah, and I think a lot of gardeners out there are familiar with that dahlia mix from the yeah. old days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when it when it said dahlia mix, I, it blew my mind because, you know, I know my grandmother used to grow dahlias, and they look just like this. That's <laughs> all so I'm saying. That uh, that looks like a, a, a zinnia rather than a, than a dahlia. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a dahlia, but it is a zinnia, which yeah. is easier to grow than a dahlia. For sure. And uh, and Cal, Calvin talked about the. And, and Calvin actually says that there's a there's one that's got that ad, in the name a dahlia. Yeah. And quite often you can find it in the seed pack. Yeah, you might be able to find it in the seed but, pack. But uh, if you if you want a quantities, you can't beat the price. You'll probably get it at the. And today's the last day you can do that thirty percent off dahlia mix from uh, Wildseedfarms. Dot com. You have to order it through the internet uh, deal, and today's the last day. You need need to enter code uh, DH30 at checkout. 
They also have... Uh, what, DH-30 chicken? The DH-30, yeah. At checkout. Oh, at checkout. <laughs> yes. Not at chicken. Yeah, that, that down Tennessee accent gets me. Yeah. So there is a picture of the Megaton, by the way. And, <laughs> and, and they also have uh, some sun, uh, Santa Lucia sunflowers uh, that also are 30% off of, of their another item. Another pound great, or pounds. Yeah, another great butterfly plant. Yeah. So anyway, today's the last day. A word to the wise that's sufficient at my old deceased. I, I don't know if she's deceased or not. I think I think it's her Latin teacher. Yeah, Latin teacher. No, I thought you were talking about the uh, bird. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> well, see. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, well, a lot of people are looking at their lawns, and uh, most Puritans want want the pure stands of either St. Augustine or or uh, Bermuda, and uh, especially if you got Bermuda grass at the time. That this is about the time that the weeds are overcoming the. Uh, it's not overcoming. It's, it's Growing faster than the Bermuda grass, so if you if you're not satisfied with just mowing them, which takes care of most of the weeds, there is a we used to recommend a product called MSMA, the initials MSMA, but they've taken that off the market. There's another product that takes its place that will kill kill everything. Out of Bermuda, except the Bermuda grass, and so so if you've got Bermuda, you can purify it. And people people always say, "Well, I've got St. Augustine grass. My neighbor's St. Augustine grass is coming over into my Bermuda, which usually happens under under trees uh, or in or sh- if you don't shady mow, areas. Yeah, or if you mow real high. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you can take this. Uh, this product and it's called Fert. It's by Fertilome, the company Fertilome. It's called Weed Out with uh, Crabgrass Killer. Weed Out with Crabgrass Killer by Fertilome, and uh, that'll that'll take St. Augustine out of Bermuda, and also take uh, crabgrass out of uh, Bermuda. That sounds like it might now, take. It will kill St. Augustine. How about sandburrs? Will take sandburrs out of. I mean, yeah, I imagine probably it yeah, takes crabgrass. And not, how about nutsedge? I don't think I think you have to use the specific products for nutsedge, like image. Because uh, nutsedge is starting to come up in the or sedge hammer, or yeah. have they changed? Mm, I don't know. Of course, nuts nutsedge once it gets warm is not a, a real problem in uh, usually in full sun lawns, but. It uh, in the partial sun lawns quite often it can can be an issue this time of the year. Now, what are you going to use on your St. Augustine? Those of you who have St. Augustine and have have a weed problem in that, you can use our the product we've been talking about uh, that's active in cool temperatures. Uh, also, called weed-free zone. But uh, read and follow label instructions. Uh, to make sure that uh, 
of course, those those products are specifics for uh, that for Bermuda grass, and uh, and then Weed Free Zone is good for Bermuda and uh, St. Augustine, I think. But we read and follow uh, instruction before you put it on. All right, Jerry is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, Jerry, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, it, nobody can do bad today. It's a good day to be outside. Thank you. I agree. What's going on? My, How can we help you? My quest is to find out information about Persian Shield. Moreover, what can we do? to invigorate the roots of these plants and keep them over winter. I do know they come back. However, the ones that I have are several years old, still with rootstock. Is there some way to regenerate that growth? Uh, well, just fertilize it. Fertilize it in the, in the spring. Now, Persian shield is that is that plant that uh, blooms with pretty blue flowers in the uh, fall, right? It's no, got that foliage. It's um, Strobilanthus dianthus or Strobilanthus dianthus. Yeah. And it does have a purple, a silver, a green, and um, very colorful foliage. Um, it stands out. It does need to be planted in the shade, I think, or at least partial yeah. shade. Right. I've done it. Yeah, that was a Texas superstar, I think, a while back. Um, now, have you have you fertilized it at all? Um, I've had these things for about five to seven years. And seven years ago, I planted them with variegated uh, even oregano and yeah. some other greenery, and they came out splendidly. It grew I th- huge. I think but if you just. Uh, Use some slow-release lawn fertilizer, and it's on sale at Millburgers. But uh, just use some slow, slow-release lawn fertilizer now. Even I think it's a, uh, it's just just starting its summer growth. Right? Am I right on that? Uh, I think so. You, uh, I yeah, it right. kind of peaks a little. Oh, later. by the way, by the way, to y'all, you need to go out in the sun. You need instead of hiding up under that shed. And talking in comfort, you need to get out in the sun. <laughs> it will invigorate all of y'all. And uh, especially, especially and if quicker, we quicker if we sit in a little slow release lawn for a while. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. All these people out there are, are giggling about your recommendation. Yeah, <laughs> all that sun it, it burns my head. Oh. It's burned my bald head. Yeah, Jerry. We we oh, no. used to do that, but Jerry's gotten so bald now yeah. we don't dare. Burned my bald well, head. We, we need a little sun umbrella for him. Yeah, it is pretty out there. Thanks, Jerry. Good luck, Jerry. Yeah, give that a try. I think you're going to like the results. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. James is on the line. Hi, James. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? James, you, you there, buddy? Listen, what's going on? We may hear James talking about something. Oh, okay, yeah. Switch James talking about. That's us on the radio. Yeah. As they say in radio, please turn down your radio. What's going on, James? You're on the air. How can we help you? Hey, uh, yeah. uh, I talked with Dr. Jerry Parsons a couple of months ago about uh, uh, wood ash, uh, uh, 
wood ash around the plant and right. that the Dixondale farm is burnt down, burn up a whole bunch of mesquite uh, when they were clearing right. land, plowed it in, and they had real, uh, it, all that potassium made those onions they grew on that area really cold, hardy. And uh, yeah. Bruce Fraser was telling me about it. Okay, well, uh, all the wood ash from the stove this year and last year went around a, uh, I don't think it was a weed statue. It was an Arizona ash that started from seed uh, tree about three inches in diameter. Well, I got that ash piled up about a foot high all the way around it out to about 10 feet. And it's been rained on and everything else. And those leaves are just as green as uh, Dublin on St. Patrick's Day. So, that's, yeah. You know, well, that's, uh, why, that's why they put the uh, potassium uh, recommendation in the winterizer fertilizer to, to increase the hardiness of the grass. I have well, a question. Why, the, green, the, green, the ash leaves will be as, as green whether the <laughs> whether the, your ash is around them or not, wouldn't it? Well, I thought being all that, you know, there was probably five or six wheelbarrow loads, big wheelbarrow loads of ash out there around that tree, and they've had, you know, five inches of rain on them, and you name it, uh, and you'd think that because that's supposed to change the um, the pH of the soil, that, that you get kind of a yellow color in the leaf with the, the, the pH going way up, but it, so far it hasn't affected anything, and I mean wheelbarrow loads of wood ash around that tree so you know what jerry was saying is sounds about right that you you can use wood ash and it won't really change anything right right cool except for increase the hardiness maybe yeah thanks james yes okay that's all i got fine okay thanks thanks, man All right, 210-308-8867. Got Trace up on the porch with us. Yes, sir. I wanted to thank John. Okay. John took advantage of our plant of the weekend. Weekend, weekend. And got one of each of the Satsuma Oh, oranges. good for John. So one of the, which, oh. One Arctic the, Frost, one Orange Frost. The Frost Brothers? Yes. Frost Sisters? Um, yeah, cool. All right. So what, what he's talking about is these are the plant of the weekend. They're on sale right now in three-gallon? Uh, that's actually a five. Five-gallon containers for thirty-four eighty-eight. We have the Arctic Frost and the um, Orange Frost. And um, you can call and get them. And these are rarer because they're on their own rootstock and they're going to be hard to get for a while. So I think that's probably what John was it's responding to. It's going to be impossible to get after these are gone. Oh, Okay, so there you go. <laughs> I bought them all. Okay. They're not going to be anymore. So John probably took advantage of that, and uh, he called 497-3760 and took advantage of the sale price and uh, he got them for himself. And A great they, Mother's Day gift. Yeah, and they're just holding them here? Yep. Okay. They're up by the register. I didn't get to see which, uh, when he's coming for them, but okay. he is coming for them. Good deal. All right. Way to go, John. Very smart. Cool. Anything else? Uh, we're gonna, I want to get to Marcus, too. So Stop, go, go ahead. I just wanted to thank, yeah, thank, thank you, John. John. All right, Marcus is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi there, Marcus. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? All right. How are y'all guys doing? Good. What's going on? Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Yes, I have some uh, Crawford lettuce that I planted from seed, and uh, it's coming up very nicely, and I'm harvesting some uh, right now. But I'd like to know... Uh, 
how can I go about uh, collecting that seed and, and make sure that it comes back again for next year? Okay, all you have to do is, is to stand back and let it let it flower, and then mm-hmm. it'll go to see. It, it'll the flower will fall off, and there'll be little pods on there, with mm-hmm. with uh, and and the pods will burst open into with a fluffy a fluffy seed that uh, that will blow all around and and whatever. Or you can put some in a uh, cabin and. Steve Brown, uh, after after it gets fluffy. Uh, Steve just stuffs it in a paper yeah, bag. Yeah, just stuffs it in a paper bag, and then they go out and do their little shaking. Yeah, we feel like, uh, uh, with a, uh, what, are we, you know, what do you do when you uh, <laughs> cap everybody with it? What is it, Milton Lake? Like Costco you're blessed, you're blessed. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> Crawford lettuce seed, yeah. But and there's also a, a write-up on uh, on plantanswers.com with pictures that shows you uh, how to do that step by step. Okay, it, it's been growing very nicely uh, this year, and I was very it was, it was uh, I was very surprised that it, it's doing beautifully. But I, I yeah, want for next year. Did you say you're still eating the foliage? Yes. A, I'm not no bitterness. Not bitter, huh? yeah. I guess yeah, it's been really, relatively cool at night. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm uh, I'm part, uh, partnering that up with my VHN nine six eight tomatoes that are going gangbusters right now. <laughs> hmm. Have you harvested them yet? Good eaten. Yes, I've harvested some, and uh, let you let you know, Ty- Tycoon is doing wonderfully well too. Oh, quit it. <laughs> I'm with you. Are you sure you didn't get the tags mixed up? Because no, no, no. It, it, it's doing I terrible have, for everybody else. I have, I have my VHN 968, and it's almost overtaking my Tycoon, but my Tycoon is hanging tough. And uh, there it's right go. there. My Valley Cat and a Merced. So I, I, I got all the checkerboard covered. It doesn't, it doesn't have much fruit on that Tycoon, though, does it? No, it doesn't have... But 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 they're, they're enlarging and looking real nice. So I, yeah. I'm, oh. I'm getting my, my neighbors envious of me. I have to put a spotlight. It's probably on only a bushel of plant. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank Thanks, you Marcus. for calling. I'm glad you're having good results. Hi, right, Marcus. Bye bye. All right, we got to take a break, and we're going to come right back. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Angie's on right after this on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at sixteen zero four on Bullverde Road. And right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on all your favorites. We'll start off with citrus. If you've always wanted to grow citrus in your yard or in your patio, now is the time to get over to Millburgers. You'll find Texas Superstar Satsuma varieties, or maybe you'll find lemons or limes all on sale in the three gallon container for thirty four eighty eight. Millburgers has Vinca, a Texas Superstar, and the Cora series, which is disease resistant in the four. Inch pot for just 88 cents each. Zinnias, 
Butterfly attracting plants are on sale in the four-inch pot for 98 cents each. Pentas, they attract butterflies too, and they're a Texas superstar in the four-inch pot. You'll find pentas for just 98 cents each. Millburgers has Blue Plum Bago on sale for just 4.88 in the one-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll also save on tropical hibiscus, Millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We'll see you there. Hi, can I help you? Yes, I have a snoring problem. Uh, can you describe it for me, please? Well, it's about 5 foot 11 with curly hair and a moustache. Oh, I see. Introducing Mute, sleep technology that opens the nose to increase airflow by an average of 38% so you and your partner can enjoy a good night's sleep. Mute, breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Available now at Walgreens, CVS and GNC. I'm Amy Errett, founder and CEO of Madison Reed, a company that's revolutionizing the way women color their hair, a company I named after my daughter. Madison Reed is the ultimate hair color hack. The quality of a salon, the convenience and affordability of at-home hair color, and an ammonia-free formula with ingredients you could feel good about. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first purchase. Use code RADIANTHAIR. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. Most people know what the word vulgar means, and most civilized people try to avoid being vulgar in public and even in private. Not these days. Vulgarity has gone mainstream. At last Saturday's White House Correspondents' Dinner, vulgarity ruled in the person of so-called comedian Michelle Wolf. I can't repeat what she said, but it was vulgar, crude, and cruel. She made ugly references to Press Secretary Sarah Sanders and Kellyanne Conway. She called both of them liars. She also used language that even most men don't use. President Trump was smart not to attend this journalistic celebration of themselves. This will reinforce his view of the media as fake and biased. It will also lower whatever level of credibility these people have left with people who don't live on the coasts. That would be flyover country. In 1995, after a crude performance by Don Imus in front of the Clintons, the head of the Radio TV Correspondents Association sent a letter of apology. Don't look for that to happen this time. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Joe Walsh puts the border issue in plain English. There's a sizable chunk of people here in this country who don't want our borders to be secure. It's it's absolutely fascinating. We're simply not a sovereign nation if we don't have secure borders. What's the use of having borders if you're not going to secure them? The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 10 on 930 AM. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, where Angie is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi there, Angie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? 
Fine, thank you, and thank you for taking my call. And before I ask my question, I would just like for all of y'all to know that I have enjoyed your show for many, many years. I think mm, maybe 15 or more. And oh my Dr. Ah. Parsons, oh yeah, Dr. Parsons, you are a hoot. I enjoy listening to the show primarily because of you. You are, well, you're all you guys, but Dr. Parsons, you are too funny. And then I enjoy the stories you tell of your, your home, your mom, Tennessee, and then your brother Lynn. And I remember the times when he would call in as well. So <laughs> I just kind of wanted to say that. And all of y'all, y'all are such fun to listen to. And I listen to y'all oh. Saturdays and Sundays. So Thank you. now after all of that, I'd like to You're ask you. are recording this, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> I'd I, like hope to Charles, ask you. I hope Charles is listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a great show. It's a great Thank show. You. And so um, I will, I'm standing here at eight loquat seeds that I got last week, and I'd like to plant them today. What do I need to do? You have eight what kind of trees? Loquat. Loquat. Lo- loquat oh, good seeds. Loquat seeds, oh. yes, because I love oh, the tree, and I thought, well, I'm going to plant these seeds. Why'd you get a plant? Because Why I like you to buy a plant? No, I like to run from the seed. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I got my just, pots. I got my soil. Oh, you got some potting mix? Yes, I do, and I got my little pot. Okay. Then go ahead and plant them in there about uh, half an inch deep. Okay. They, 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 they come up readily. They do, and there's no, uh, nothing else I need to do. That's all I need to do. No, yeah, that's all. They 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 come up readily. I've I've grown them from seed uh, myself. And, okay. Uh, they they and they grow they grow pretty fast too. Okay, great, great. Cause now I love why the why why did you save that these particular seed? Because uh, I got them off a tree, and the fruit was exceptionally sweet and tasty. Good. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, why. I got- uh, there, there are differences in the in the loquat fruit. Uh, okay. When, when John uh, John Fannick was alive, he always wanted me to to uh, go around and and oh, it's just, he, he knew had some people that had brought in exceptionally large loquat fruit. Oh. And that was before that was before Mr. Moy brought back some exceptionally large loquat fruit. Uh, from uh, China. Yeah. And, and uh, we we've sold some at our at our uh, garden volunteer uh, booths and stuff around, and at Festival oh, okay. of Flowers last year. I they have gone to those. Yeah, they have exceptionally large fruit. But uh, but I think you did good in, in choosing choosing one that that uh, exceptionally sweet because uh, mm-hmm. the, there 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 are differences in the in the uh, seedling population. You know, Jerry yeah, isn't going to Jerry isn't going to criticize you, Angie, because of all the good things you said about. <laughs> no, That's right. No, no, because, no, because you know I have tasted and some of them are very acrid, and I say, "Ooh, I don't like this one." But I did taste the fruit off of two different trees, and they were both tasty and sweet. So I said, I'm saving these seeds, and I'm going to plant them. There you go. Good girl. 
Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you all for taking my call, and I'll go back to listen to you all on the radio. <laughs> Thanks, okay. Angie. Okay. Well, once, once they once they germinate or or whatever, start growing, be sure yeah. you keep them in a uh, in morning sun, afternoon shade uh, situation. In other words, okay. uh, start putting them in sun. You want a little oh, bit of okay. fertilizer in there? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Osmocote. You you put some Osmocote in there too. I got Osmocote after you had been. This was way back after you had been. You know, explaining that that it's it's a good thing and you should put it in when you plant anything oh, and it'll, yeah. it continually uh, feed it. Absolutely, that works. At okay, least four months. Okay, great. Well, thank you all very much for taking my call. Thank okay, you, Angie. Thank you for all the nice things. Bye. Yeah, that was sure nice. You keep that, man. I'll keep it in case you get low down. We don't have a lot of those. Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Charles, did you hear how, how she glowed on us? Uh, and uh, in case Charles happened to have missed that. Okay, yeah, we'll just we'll send it to him. We'll, we'll send it to him in a all right. or email. Every, like every, put it in every show or something. There you oh, go. There, there you go. go. That's an idea, Calvin. <laughs> Calvin's got to get it. Calvin knows how this PR that, stuff works. That would make him crazy. Uh. <laughs> Shane is on the line. At 210-308-8867. Hi, Shane. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, guys. Um, my boss is looking for some sort of kind of an evergreen flowering plant. Um, we've got a like a 40 by 40 atrium in one of our buildings, and she's wanting to put some color in there, hopefully year-round. 40 by 40. Yeah, you mean you mean if she wants a freestanding plant or uh, a uh, vine? She don't want, do they have a vine and an atrium? We could do a vine. Um, we'd have to maintain it. Um, we've got some space in there where we can put some plants. We're just trying to decide what to put there. And How much light? Like it's an atrium. Uh, he said, how much light does it get? Does it get a, quite a bit of light in there? Uh, yes, it gets quite a bit of light. Um, I mean, it's, it goes up two stories, and it's open to natural air, so we get rain and everything else in there. Oh, oh, oh okay. Because I was I'm looking at the, the plumbago, and plumbago will bloom and bloom and bloom and bloom as long as those conditions are, are right. Another another one is a low spreading. Is that lavender lantana? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Are those evergreen? Yeah, they will yeah. be in those conditions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, both of them, both of the plumbago would be too. If that and the, those right. Said lavender lantana. Yeah, another. But you want something tall, right? Well, no, I'm going to. Um, Height doesn't really matter. Um, you can go either way on it. But it's protected from the cold. Right? Uh, it's, in the it's, it's fairly protected. We don't get any wind in there. And we will get some cold air, but I can put heat lamps in there as well. You know, I, I was thinking of, a, of an orchid tree. Yes. How long does it bloom though? How long? 
That one, that one that we got, we've got one, uh, not Anacacho. It's not Anacacho. Oh, one of the exotics, yeah. Yeah. Um, another one, Shane, on the lower one, uh, I wonder how pentas would do in there. Yeah, that would, that would work. Because pentas perfect. will bloom and bloom and bloom at least two years. It's And, you, you, okay. you know, of course, you, you, you get some pretty intensive colors and a great, great mixes of colors. So that might be. But then, okay. let's see, on the bigger ones, Jerry, how about our uh, begonias, too, our, especially our uh, whopper begonias? They, they'd go two years. Yeah. Now, I, I, I think Kevin and I are both are misreading what what you want. Uh, describe. Do you, do you want a small tree that blooms all the time? Is that what uh, you want? We've got trees in there. We actually have a lemon tree that one of her customers has given to her. Okay. We have planted in there. But this is um, forty by forty, though, right? It's huge, large, relatively yeah. large. And we've got a, well, we've got a fountain in there. We've got a couple of oak trees that are growing in there, and a small deck area. So, hmm. and there's like a walk path because actually one of the tenants walks through there to get into their office. Yeah, yeah. Well, those, especially like the, uh, the well, those plants we mentioned would uh, be low growing color, especially yeah. the the pentas and the. Uh, would be real disciplined growers too, bright colors. I okay. think that uh, well, Obago would look good. I've, I've got about, a space in there where I want to get some a couple of bougainvilleas to plant in there as well. Yeah, yeah, that would. I was thinking of that, but uh, that that that's going to be a running type of thing. I was also also think a vining type of thing. I was also thinking about the uh, the butterfly vine that makes butterflies. Yeah. And uh, you, you know, butterfly seed pots that yeah. shaped like a butterfly. I know. Uh, you'd ha- you'd have about. to have a trellis trellis to put that on. Uh, this is a, this is a local office here in San Antonio. Uh, yeah, it's right. It's at. Um on Blanco, right inside of 1604. Okay. Uh, Lots of choices. Do you do you want? I mean, do you want a big specimen tree? No, I don't necessarily have room for a big specimen tree. Oh, okay, okay. Because I've already I've already got three oak trees growing in there. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Well, they don't bloom. <laughs> no, no. That she's trying to add color. I mean, right now we're just pretty much stuck with green. Oh, okay. So, now some you, right, you, well, that gives and me a to start. Okay. So, in right, that situation, you, you could also do the uh, some of the acid lovers. Uh, um, what are the ones with the blue flowers now? Hyacinth. Is that what I want to say? Uh, they, you know, they the they big would, Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah, that's hyacinth. Yeah, they're, they're those are nice, and they bloom a long period mm-hmm. too. So lots of choices. Good luck, Shane. Right, Thanks thank for calling, Shane. And I'll free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight 
866-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Um, we're going to take a quick break, come back in a moment. Yeah, Shane, Shane I was going to tell Shane. Oh, okay. Oh, we'll tell uh, Shane right I'll after this. Back. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We'll be back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on all your favorites. We'll start off with citrus. If you've always wanted to grow citrus in your yard or in your patio, now is the time to get over to Millburgers. You'll find Texas Superstar Satsuma varieties, or maybe you'll find lemons or limes all on sale in the three-gallon container for $34.88. Millburgers has Vinca, a Texas Superstar, and the Cora Series, which is disease-resistant in the forage pot for just 88 cents each. Zinnias, butterfly attracting plants are on sale in the four inch pot for 98 cents each. Pentas, they attract butterflies too and they're a Texas superstar in the four inch pot. You'll find pentas for just 98 cents each. Millburgers has blue plumbago on sale for just 488 in the one gallon container. This week at Millburgers you'll also save on tropical hibiscus, Millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We'll see you there. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Dr. Deal, this patient came in with a stunned look on his face, and he keeps repeating, gotta get discounts, gotta get discounts. What do you make of it? I've only seen this one time before. He suffers from GDS. What's GDS? Great Discount Syndrome. What can we do for him? There is only one thing. Bring that laptop over here. Log on to the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Wow, they've got some pretty great deals on here. Discount tuition for schools, outdoor equipment, landscaping. I can save thousands of dollars. I'm out of here. Oh, Doc, what happened to me? You have a bout of great discount syndrome. Uh, the Marketplace page? Where's the nearest laptop? The nurse took it to the front desk. Hey, wait up! I want to see the discounts, too! Check out all the great deals at the market. Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Dr. Deal, please report to room two. Bring the laptop. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. I hold a baby all day, and then nighttime rolls around, and I'm supposed to just switch gears. Like, hello, I'm all sexy now. In the movie Tully, Marlo is the mom of two young kids and a newborn. Marlo is also exhausted. That is, until her brother gifts her the services of a night nanny. I don't usually like to talk about content-laden pics on the radio, but in case you've heard some of the positive things that have been said about this mom-focused mainstream movie, I thought I'd make an exception, because this film does have some positive things to say about marriage and motherhood, but it's also rife with coarse language, flesh-bearing visuals, and sexual content. So I'll give Tully one-and-a-half ERP-covered shirts out of five for family friendliness. For more on the film, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. 
Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m., the answer. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. I want to remind you, the Festival of Flowers is coming up. The 21st Annual Festival of Flowers is going to be Saturday, May 26th from 9 to 5. Not at the Alzafar this year. It is on the Alamo Heights uh, Event Center, which is on Austin Highway. So uh, you want to go ahead and uh, uh, mark your calendar for that. All the things that you love about Festival of Flowers, uh, just in a different location. So it's going to be more centrally located, should be bigger. They're all doing planning now for all the activities. Millburgers is planning uh, what they're going to do, which is always a, a beautiful, beautiful display. And then uh, the, uh, they're planning out what's going to happen on the plant exchange, too. So we'll give you more details as we know them. Uh, and uh, you can go to safestivalflowers.com to learn more. That's safestivalofflowers.com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free. It's, excuse me, it's 866-308-8867. And, uh, yeah, that hydrangea that you suggested, that was a great suggestion. Yeah. Hydrangeas, yeah, that was what we said, right? That must have been what we said. I think we did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of hyacinth, we would but, never have said that. Yeah, Milton, what were Milton's uh, reminding folks that we, uh, we we called them hyacinth and we meant hydrangea. Yeah. And somebody from the audience, who happened to be the manager of Milton, <laughs> called us yes. and said, said we meant. I've driven off the road, <laughs> so I can text you. We, we do that to you quite often, don't we? All right, Jim's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Jim. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Just fine. Hey, listen, I called a while ago about the Arctic frost, and I just plotted it up, so see how that goes. But I knew I had another question. I couldn't think of it when I was on the air, but when y'all had the show down in uh, Floresville, they were mm-hmm. selling a bunch of different kind of peppers, and my, I knew my wife liked pepperoncinis, but jarred ones. So I picked up a pepperoncini plant that I'm growing with my other peppers, but it looks just like a jalapeno. It's got fruit on there. Is this mislabeled, or do pepperoncinis look like a jalapeno when they're on the vine, so to speak? I don't know what a pepperoncini is. Do you? Uh, it's uh, like an Italian pepper. Um, sometimes you can get them on a pizza from restaurants or whatnot. Salad they pepper. Re- they're real. They're real little now. So, uh, right. Well, I'm looking at it. Uh, it's got two or three fruit on it that are about three inches long, and it looks like a cross between a serrano and a jalapeno. They're oblong. They're long and narrow. Huh. Well, then so I don't know if it's, it might be a mislabeled plant. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, it could be. Uh, you okay. Wait, wait, till, wait till you eat it. Okay. And, well, uh, my, my it, qu- it, it was sold hot. to me as an, as an orange pepperoncini, so should I wait till it? See if it turns orange before I pick it. Right, 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 right. Okay. Well, All right, that's well, what yeah, I was wondering. Cause I, 
Yeah, I've grown a lot of peppers, but never a pepperoncini. So I was kind of wondering because it looks just like a well, I wanted to say jalapeno, but it looks like a cross between a serrano and jalapeno. But I'll see what yeah. happens. All right. All right. Let All us right, know. Thank, right. thank you. Bye-bye. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You were going to, we interrupted you because we had to go, uh, yeah. you, you were going to bring I, up I, something. I was going to tell Shane to, oh, yeah. uh, to give uh, to send, send me his uh, telephone number uh, in, through an email, and I'll get back with him and talk to him about that orchid tree. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it would be perfect in that atrium. All right, so Shane, if you're listening, where do you want him to email it to? It's just Jerry Parsons at plantanswers.com. All right, Jerry Parsons That's at my website. Cool. I mean my yeah, email. Yeah, email address. He knew, he, Shane knew. Yeah, right. but, but anyway, the, the, that, 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 uh, uh, somebody sent me this picture of uh, the, them and their, ba- their baby out in the, in the field of blue bonnets, and they found a pink one. And I've gotten several uh, letters this this week this year. This is, this lady said uh, we found a whitish pink blue bonnet uh, growing naturally in the field last weekend. Are you still saving seed samples, and and do do you need this? Uh, need seed from this particular plant and uh that's that's a cute picture i've, I've even put it on plantanswers.com rotation uh so you see a lady with a with a baby there standing over a pink blue bonnet i i had to laugh when i saw that uh she said we found a whitish pink blue bonnet oh now it the pink pink blue bonnet is one of the rarest of them all, hmm. and so uh, very few people have ever seen a pink. Some people don't believe there is such a thing as a pink. Oh wow! Well, but uh, when when we when we did isolate the pink and get uh, several, uh, get some of them growing in in large blocks, uh, every uh, rather than being amazed at the the unusual color. People always say, well, it's not very pink, is it? <laughs> You're talking about one of the rarest plants in Texas, and uh, you're worried about uh, it's not as pink as you thought it should be. Now, we, we've pinked it up. Oh. You know, red. Right. We, you know, we've gone all the way to red, so... And the and the the original red... So GMO, did you do that? No, no, no. <laughs> the... Uh, we've we've gone to the, to selection. The red Jerry and, uses and that, selection. That uh, that the 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 original maroon and the uh, and the red came uh, came from uh, a selection or uh, a selection of a color out of the pink. Uh, when we had we had about uh, half an acre of pink. And uh, out of that, there were about 20 or 30 oh, plants of uh, maroons. Very cool. And from the maroons came the came the red. Now, do you have pink seed isolated? You don't have any anymore, do you? No, no. The, the pink pink blue bonnet was the first one uh, named after Abbott, Car- after Carol Abbott. Uh-huh. And so it's Abbott Pink, and it was the first one written up and, and named. 
But uh, again, when the red, when the red and maroon came along, nobody wanted the nobody pink. wanted the pink. So hmm. the same thing that happened with uh, uh, the uh, uh, Barbara Bush blue bonnet. Hey, Manny's going to help another listener out. This is what I like about our show and our listeners is if we don't know the answers, then somebody like Manny comes in and, and tries to help. Hi, Manny. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing I just wanted to make a real fast comment. Uh, I'm a tag. I've been all my life with raised on hot I mean, really rare. I could eat hotter peppers than any person in this area. Everybody knows but I, I swear, and, and I'll check with my brothers, but I don't think there any, there's any real thing. I've seen pepperoncini you know, in jars and stuff, but there's not a real Italian pepper called a pepperoncini. That just means chini, obviously means small. It just means little, I'm not deriding anybody, it just means little I'm not kidding, you know. Huh. So now we've got some controversy. Well, I don't mean to be controversial because... No, I know. You know I, hang, you know, I hang out. I live here. I live here for a long, long time. Um, like, you know, we... we my brother was just here, and we eat chili patines like him. You know, we like pepper. We, we, that's a big thing with us. And there really isn't. I know that they've made them commercial and... I just don't believe anybody that sells pepperoncini. All right, so we need Dennis to do some research on pepperoncini. Yeah, and I may do it, too. Okay, good. All right, man, thanks. All right. The pepperoncini um, controversy continues. (laughs) Um, That could be a... Like a cross, I guess. Is there an Italian pepper at all? Or he was saying that he can't recall there's an Italian pepper at all? No. Okay. Very interesting. Well, there's got to be, there's probably hundreds of Italian peppers. Well, well yeah, I mean, it's grown in Italy and used in yeah. Italian food. All right. I know Dennis but, will send us stuff. But most of them uh, originated in the Americas. Oh, okay. So, uh, and they, there's, there's books. Jean, uh, Jean, uh, I can't think of her last name. I think she's passed away now. But wrote a... Uh, Wrote a book, an entire book on the travels of peppers. Huh. Where the, and and most of them came from uh, South America. Okay, that makes sense. And, but uh, anyway, on, I was looking at this blue bonnet picture, and I want to remind everybody that if you're saving seed of your blue bonnet, uh, I imagine the seed pods have turned brown. But but they haven't popped open yet because of the high high humidities. But this week is forecast to be in the 90s or in the low 90s or high 80s with uh, fairly low humidities. Uh, so that'll cause the seed to pop. So what I'm no. telling you, if, if you've got a, a plant that you want to save the seed of, uh, go out th- that's got some brown seed or yellowing seed on it. Go ahead and, and pull the whole plant up and turn it upside down in a paper bag. Okay. And put it somewhere that it gets the hotter, hotter the better. If you got an old uh, an abandoned greenhouse or 
someplace that gets extremely hot, put it in there, and the seed will pop out. Forrest is on the line at 210-308-8867. I know. Hi, Forrest. How are you? Hello there. I'm doing fine, Milton. <laughs> good. I, I want to talk about pepperoncini. Oh, good. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Yay. So what do, what do you know about the pepperoncini? In, in the current burpee catalog, he had, they have a new seed out for a new orange pepperoncini. Okay. Three and a half inches long. Exactly the description of our first listener. Go ahead, Forrest. Sorry. They do get to be three and a half inches long. Now, they also sell one called a Greek pepperoncini, which is like like the one that uh, you get on salads and uh, Italian restaurants. But there is... There are pepper cheese. Okay. Is there a picture of it, Forrest? Yes, is that it look like a jalapeno? No. Okay. It's okay. Kind of, it's kind of wrinkled like that uh, green one. So. Okay. So we need to look under that. All right. What is that noise? Uh, thanks, Forrest. We got to run. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to wrap it up for today. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks to uh, Al back at the station for getting all those calls on the air. On behalf of the docs, we'll see you next Saturday. Calvin will be doing his workshop. Uh, go to millburgernursery.com to learn more. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.